0: Hello and welcome to the Hoop Collective Podcast. We talk about the NBA. We're doing it on Thursday, early afternoon on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast this week in LA. Joining me from New York City is the curator of the Bontemps poll, which we are celebrating today, Tim Bontemps.
1: Straw poll day, baby. Big day. It's the the Bontemps straw poll, the BS poll.
0: (laughs) I've encouraged branding on this poll, and I am advising him to call it the Bontemps poll. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Joe Linardi has Bracketology. There's no reason why Bontemps can't have the Bontemps poll. Joining us from Dallas he's a little under the weather, but persevering. God love you, Band McMahon.
1: Howdy, partners. I, I'm, hey I'm appearing on this uh, podcast despite skipping uh, my first Called in sit game in a while last night, but I can't miss a can't miss Bond, Tim, straw poll pod.
0: You missed, um, an incredibly rare game that that Cavs Mavericks game on Wednesday night where the Cavs actually got scoring from their starting wings. And of course, we're like opening a the team. straw poll
2: time talking about Windows' favorite team, the, the, the Cavaliers. And, and it, it, we're talking Stevens.
1: about MVP candidates. Let's get to Lamar Stevens,
2: Let's
0: get to Lamar Stevens, baby. <laughs> All right, so without further ado. The first, um, there's going to be, is there a plan for three MVP polls? Uh, yeah,
2: that's the plan. The first of three.
0: And very quick on the methodology here. Bontemps talks to a hundred likely voters. So it is the exact same. Um, it's not, you know, it's not a projection. I mean, it is, I guess, a projection, the but goal, not
2: the just- goal is to replicate the, uh, voting pool at the end of the season. Talk to couple people from every market talk to some international people talk to national people try to give as best of a look at the moment as we can of what the mvp race looks like
0: you talk to broadcasters you talk to writers you talk to radio people domestically internationally which makes up the pool will this be the exact hundred voters no probably not but it will probably be somewhere in the range of 85 ish percent of the voters. And so therefore it is, it has proven to be extremely accurate. All right. Bontemps, Let's start from the back of the poll and move forward. Um, well, we weren't going to belabor too much on the guys at the back, but I always think it's interesting about who showed up on the ballots. Please commence.
2: The amusing part of the the one famous argument that we've had on the spot about the poll is that Brian is the, is by far its biggest proponent. So I appreciate all the uh, nice words about it, but well, but starting I mean, af- we with all due respect to do with you,
0: it's just a, it's, I see all these people, you know, when with all due respect, I've been a part of this, doing stuff like this in the past, like, who's your top five in the MVP? Well, my top five is blah, blah, blah. Well, what's about your top five? <laughs> what's your MVP letter? My MVP letter is blah, blah, blah. Look, we all feel, we're guilty here of uh, all First filling. First of all,
2: you don't ever do anything like that because you refuse to make any kind of proclamation or prediction on so any front. Saying,
0: this isn't a prediction. <laughs> it's an actual readout of the way uh, people are thinking.
2: That's great. All right. More more window pontificating. All right, here we go. Immense. All uh, right. 13th place. Jay Gildas Alexander got one vote. Thunderguard. It's
0: hard to Royce get votes. Young still has a, a vote. <laughs> <laughs> it was not not a team employee vote. OK, not a team employee vote. Going to be a first time all star, not an MVP on a losing team. Go ahead. Right. 12th
2: place, handful of votes. Lakers forward slash center now, Anthony Davis. Surprisingly low.
0: Yeah, surprisingly
2: low.
1: Sub 500. You know, you you can't be sub 500 in MVP.
2: I would say he's surprisingly low based off the amount of attention that the Lakers get and have gotten nationally and the amount of people who have said, oh, maybe AD is an MVP candidate. His team's under 500. They're barely in the play-in mix. He had a good month. He was off the radar before that. I'm not surprised he was just, yeah,
0: he's playing really great. He's not the, he's not a serious candidate for MVP right now. That's right. The, what but this is, is also
2: saying. the reason why I think this poll is instructive to your point, because if you just, the general chatter has been Anthony Davis is a real candidate. I think this would show he is not.
0: Well, look, um, if he plays this way for three more months and the Lakers finish sixth, then we might have a different discussion. And there's more polls that will come out here. We are now he's in 14th. That's properly rated move forward.
2: Well, actually he's in 12th, but. There you go. 12th. Uh Sorry. <laughs> move forward. Move forward. Now uh, we're trying 11th, to keep it rolling. In, in 11th place, a handful of votes also Cleveland Cavaliers guard
0: Donovan Mitchell lit up the Mavericks on Wednesday night for a road win for the Cavs.
2: Just not as big of an MVP candidate on his team as Lamar Stevens. Uh, in, 10th, in 10th place, guy who you talked down. about. A lot in the straw, not Jared Allen, a uh, guy we talked about a lot in the straw poll uh, the past couple of years in particular, Philadelphia 76ers center, Joel Embiid.
1: And I'll, hold on. Baby. I'll just let me step in before you go crazy. It is early and he has missed several games. Also, I think he had a, a 53 point performance after most of the votes were in. If well, it, was he Sunday, have-
2: it was Sunday night as the voting was was taken off. So right. I w- there were I definitely would say- a couple people as this went along who were like, hey, can I move Joel up a couple spots? Can I get Joel yeah. on the list? I-, I would say
1: that is 10 with an arrow pointing up, up, up. And I would be if he's if he stays healthy, I would be very surprised if he's not a, a serious candidate.
2: Uh, so I would, before before Brian gets into his campaign manager mode as Joel's biggest supporter uh, in the MVP straw poll, uh, what I would say, I would echo your point. I, if you look at way the way Philadelphia season has gone, even if you set aside Joel's missed a little bit of time with injuries, it was also a very disappointing start for the Sixers, right? They're one and four. They've hovered around 500. They had Tyrese Maxx and James Harden out for a long period of time. They were very up and down. Joel is playing out of his mind. And they're on an upward trajectory as a team. And again, I, I feel like, you know, we could get into this more as we get later into the poll. If you go back and look at prior first editions of this poll, like last year, Steph had 94, per, 94 of 100 first place votes in the poll that came out in December, and he finished sixth, right? So there's time well, yeah, for people if- to move up the list.
1: And if you recall, at that point, Wendy not only declared it no question that Steph was going to win the freaking MVP, I don't but he, he was—he would was, never he, say that. Yeah, he was I would lobbying. Never, he ever, was lobbying ever, for the trophy that. to be named after him at, at that point. It was so it, he was so. i out way of here. Win, he the Steph the Curry trophy. Trophy.
0: <laughs> Now I know you're full of it. Now I know you're full of it. I would never say something in December. Right, Steph, go ahead, Brian. Floor yours. I agree. I agree that that you know you probably. The voters probably had to wait until Embiid had 53 on Sunday before voting him because it had been like three weeks since he had 59. So I, I'm going to give those voters who didn't think he was capable of scoring 50 a pass. Um, oh, Wendy. And again, my thing on Embiid from two years ago was not that Embiid was more deserving than jokic We're back to this again McMahon. he oh, shouldn't man. have been disqualified because he sprained his ankle that's my point that yeah, was okay, always Jack my cast we let, know you're let, i voted not, for jokic let's that not year. let's not rehash let's not All rehash right. that again. I, again the other I'm thing just,
2: the other thing as you as you this we get back to a similar thing you like to do in the past where you act like uh people are uh singling out Embiid or some other candidate there are this is a pretty loaded uh, field, as we're going to see as we go up the list. So I don't really think it's crazy that Embiid is 10th. I also think it's very possible that the next time we do this, he's easily in the top five. And,
1: and so. without without double checking, I don't, I'm not sure on AD, I think Embiid might have missed more games than anybody else on this list, which is, uh, that's the only reason he's 10. If, if he would played every game, one, the Sixers record would be a lot better. And two, he'd be much higher on this list. Or, or you know, he, he's missed, I think, eight or nine games. In yeah. a small sample
0: size. All right. Your so ankle and you you can't win the MVP. That's all right. That's been well established. Uh, he's, of he's averaging 34, 10 and five. I yeah. realize what's Ten the best place. ability availability. Look, so, yeah. I think anybody with a functioning cerebellum knows that he ain't 10th. Okay. All right. Go ahead.
1: I don't even know what
2: a cerebellum is. <laughs> well, you don't have one. Um, a functioning one anyway. Uh, in ninth place. Uh, again, slight, slightly more votes than Embiid, uh, but still pretty far down the list. Suns guard Devin Booker. Another example of the timing of this being a factor, because if this had come out say three days later, I don't know if he'd have gotten any votes. But.
0: Well, he tweaked his hamstring, so right off the the page, well,
2: not allowed to win. And if it, oh, I if meant more because of the combination of this, the Suns falling off a cliff
0: at the same yes. time. So I was going to say if off it a cliff because he's of, hurt.
1: Uh, they started falling <laughs> off that cliff before I he know, got hurt. You're
0: right. You're right.
1: I'm saying if it had come out a week earlier before they lost, I believe five in a row, then he would have been. Uh, he might have been fourth
2: or, or fifth. Right. Yeah, for sure.
0: By the way, in my ballot, which I submitted to Bontemps, uh, Booker and Embiid were in the top five. You know, I don't know anything about the NBA. So I'm clearly, <laughs> clearly out of touch because these guys finished ninth and 10. It's, a, I clearly it's a great. Have, it's no it's clue. Great. No clue what's going nope, on.
1: Nobody gets more fired um, up about a nice, it's freaking December straw poll than. Here's the early. other
2: thing I'm going to say about this too, McMahon. When I, when I ask people for this, for these polls, you know, I, t- I text a bunch of people. Hey, can you send me this? You, McMahon, you send me yours immediately. It's like, oh, here's my picks. I get it within 30 seconds, usually. All right. No, McMahon's thinking. I asked Brian, Brian, goes, oh, God, I got to come up with this list. Oh, I got to think about it. Oh, I don't want to do this. I Why would you say this?
0: You're, you're, you're. you're... Undercutting your own list here. If you're saying, yeah, oh, this is just flippant, nobody care. I'm here arguing that it's meaningful. And you're like, eh, people. No, my, my point is you're acting,
2: you you say these things like, Oh, I can't believe somebody doesn't have Joel de beat on their ballot when you are hemming and hawing
0: over who to pick because it's a hard list to pick from. So that's my point. That's a deep field. Again, I'm All just right. saying he's not 10th. By the way, Devin Booker, 27 points, six assists. Five rebounds. Yeah,
2: everybody on this list has bonkers stats. You yes, just, there's a lot look of shay stats. Massive Chase numbers, stats like, are bonkers on a team that's that should have won have like five wins. Yeah, like so. every guy above
1: Booker on this list has absolutely insane numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, like it's a loaded, even more insane.
2: It's, it's a low. All right, in eighth place, first time in an appearance in the straw poll, as was Shay Pelicans forward, Zion Williamson.
1: And where are they in the standings?
2: They are now first in Western Conference. Tied for first,
1: tied for first, and so if if they're tied for first, and Zion's going to put up the kind of numbers that he is, uh, then he's going to have to be a, a an MVP candidate. Now the sportsmanship award, I tell you what, really, really cost <laughs> himself a chance at that sportsmanship award with that three hundred and sixty windmill uh, on the Suns. That Chris Paul, a, the king it's, of all it's sportsmanship, the
0: Joe Dumars, the Joe Dumars award, right?
1: Yeah, well, they, that's
0: I, right. Can Joe I just Dumars tell you was. this?
1: It ain't ever gonna be named after Chris Paul either, because I was there. And Chris <laughs> Paul had garbage time layup that Dame Lillard got pissed off about. So uh, Chris Paul crying about unwritten rules violations is pretty hilarious. But how
0: many, how many different arenas have there been? Bleep, Chris Paul chants in in his career? I would
2: say thirty, because it's included the ones he's played at when he hasn't played there. Yeah, it's well,
1: there's it's only twenty nine
2: arenas, but yeah.
1: Well, it's, actually, there's been new new and old, yeah, maybe more than
2: 30. Yeah, yeah I was there, going to say, <laughs> if you count all arenas that have been reduced 30. to rubble, where that's
0: echoed. Um, uh, no, I would Zion's, say we Zion's talk about- healthy.
1: Zion's playing at the the level we all thought he could if he got in shape, if he got healthy. And the Pelicans are not just winning, but tied for first in the league. So, you know, he's going to be in this in this mix.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like Joel Embiid, Zion to me is a candidate here that's got real upward mobility Mm -hmm. going forward. the Pelicans, obviously they were, they've been on a a hot streak lately. They've won a bunch of games to move up to standings, right. As the poll was happening. But if they, if they stay atop the Western conference for the next five or six weeks before the second round of this thing comes out, I think there's a really good chance. He's way higher. Cause you've got, this is, as we know, a narrative award. There's going to be a real push because Zion is obviously great. And he's the new kid on the block and the Pelicans would be surprising. And you know, as we all know, when the guy is on the court playing, um, he's a human highlight factor.
1: Well, so, if there was a comeback player of the year, he'd be the runaway favorite for that, which we are. The say, NBA is adding new awards. They have the Jerry West Clutch Award right now, which I'd like to point out is a blatant Yes, rip-off.
0: Let's, let's have a 30-second timeout. Yeah, timeout. <laughs> we was, was waiting for this to come up. 30-second timeout. First off, let me just say, I'm in LA this week to do NBA uh, t- uh, today in studio. They brought the awards in on Tuesday, I think it was Tuesday, mm-hmm. the actual physical awards. I have seen some people um, make fun of the design of the awards. And I kind of looked at it and was like, that's, I don't know if that looks like a basketball award. I so I was sort of like, I didn't have a comment. I will they, say- They've got a little
1: book-in type of feel to them.
0: Fair. Seeing them in person, they are more impressive in person. Um, they, uh, it is- the, I'm not going to get into the artistic non, uh, stuff. I don't understand. Um, they are more impressive in person. Having said that, McMahon, when I saw the Jerry West Clutch Award, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought there was... Pati- t- talk about tampering.
2: Copyright mm-hmm. infringement, listen, baby.
1: I, listen, I just want... I just want... What's that deal that the uh, the old St. Louis Spirits owners got? I want, if, if you cut me that so shit, brothers, I'll, me I'll shut up on so the Cajones factor. Listen, Player at minimum,
2: at minimum, instead of the coaches deciding who votes on this award, I think it should be Ben McMahon, panel of one, tells the NBA, <laughs> here are the clutch players of the year, and then that's who we vote on.
1: Well, in, in fairness to them, if so, the, uh, the reason the cojones factor is a thing is because you guys were slamming on Kyrie Irving way back when. And I had to, mm. you know, say, look, this guy just mm. hit a game winner on Christmas mm. coming off a, a, a mm. championship winner. So you can't name an award
0: after Kyrie Irving. Let's so test I, the wind
2: on that one. Let's test the wind on that one. I think, <laughs> I think I came back around to me. Okay. I think.
0: A um, th- little story time here. The best was when McMahon created his own logo for the Cajones factor, which was <laughs> two basketballs going through a net in such a way that they had a certain,
2: well, I believe um, McMahon's IT director was the one who created that well, uh, logo, yes. which was a
0: fantastic but they had
2: job. A, My they had IT a director and interior
0: designer. <laughs> they had a certain as resemblance to uh, anatomy. And he was told that we won't get into the details. <laughs> you know what? That doesn't really follow with company you know, standards <laughs> and policies. So, okay, he got rid of that. And then for a short time, he did the pod. But behind him, he had a mini basketball hoop with two basketballs. <laughs> no, I never that. put it
1: in the background. I was sent you guys a picture with oh, <laughs> yes. it. I couldn't was get in the background. It in the background.
0: <laughs> well, we wanted it in the background. That's McMahon, what we wanted. Winors definitely wanted it in the background.
2: There's no question about that.
0: It would that. have been like an iconic troll, but apparently. By the, the way, before we did this fire.
1: podcast, Wendy said, I don't want you to take forever to get to the top three. And yeah, here well, we are. Uh, on all right. When,
0: one. Th- <laughs> yeah. How many ballots was Zion Williamson on out of a hundred? He was on 23. Okay. This is one thing that's going to be that uh, Bontemps is going to touch on. This poll goes long, I think, the upward mobility of these mm-hmm. uh, guys in this poll. Zion here in mid December is on 23 ballots. I think if we retook the poll now a week later, he would be on more than that. So yeah. think about, you know, what is he in eighth? Yep. Think about how not even on a full quarter of the ballots. Okay, seventh place.
2: Yep. All right. In seventh place on. 23 ballots, also just ahead of a couple points ahead of Zion in the voting. Nets forward Kevin Durant,
1: also upward mobility, big time. I
2: mean, I disagree on
1: that. I don't, dude. The Nets, the, the Nets are 17 and 12 now. Like I know, as messy but, as it's been, but, they're sitting but still, in still that's place underachieving in Eastern Conference. I don't.
0: That's- that's under a chamber. Well,
2: yeah.
1: Well, I mean, they've won eight out of the last ten. Here's the thing: like they, they got off to a terrible start. He's putting up insane numbers.
2: How are you defining upward mobility, McMahon?
1: I I think that if they keep winning like they have been winning, and they're going to sit there and 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 be a you know top three maybe team in the Eastern Conference, and he's going to be among the scoring leaders on crazy efficiency and putting up all kinds of other numbers, I think he's going to have to be seriously considered.
2: I don't think Kevin Durant can win MVP this year. Why? I think there's people two
1: people's feelings I, are hurt.
2: I think there's too much negative noise around the nets. I think there's too many lingering feelings about the summer. And I think I just don't think like to me, when I had to say upward mobility for people, like I think there's a world where Embiid could in theory win. I think that's a small chance this year, but I think it's possible. I think Zion has a chance to win. I think I agree with you with the way Durant's playing. He's been incredible. He's only set out one game and it was for rest. I just think it's going to be hard for him to overcome the noise around the nets. If, if people are, whether that's fair in, or not is another thing. If people are factoring
1: in a, a trade request that didn't happen, like why are your feelings hurt about that as a voter? What do you care?
0: But that, like, just that's a fair point, but people, but, but you're right, McMahon and you're right. Bond temps It does. For some reason it does matter. There's a, yeah, there's I, a, there's I'm a only talking from a happens. narrative standpoint. Look,
2: I'm with you. If Durant plays 80, 80 games and the Nets are good, like he's going to be right in the mix for me in terms of voting. I just don't see him getting enough. Um, I just don't see him moving far up enough unless they fair, get even higher up the standings on the arm.
0: Fair or not, narrative matters in this award. It's, you can argue whether that should be the case, but it exists. All right. Sixth place. Sixth place, 30 ballots. Again, handful of points ahead of,
2: um, Durant and Zion, these guys are all bunched from 6 to eighth Grizzlies guard,
0: John Moran. Now, this is an interesting one because he is playing very well. He oh I he missed a couple of games due to injury. So, oh, can, we, can we
2: stop with the injury thing every time? Well, it does, we stop it, does with with it
0: keeps showing up in the results, so I can't stop. Um but they are they are in really good position in the Western Conference. They've been winning despite having significant injuries, Bain is looking at being out, you know, multiple months. Um, this is a guy who should absolutely be seriously in the conversation and him being in sixth right now. I don't know what that says. Uh, it says he's well, in the conversation.
1: He-, he is in the conversation and yeah. and they're tied for first in the West, despite the fact that they're starting five has yet to play one second together this year between, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. Missing the first 16 games, Bain has been out since just before uh, Jackson, you know, made his debut this season and they're just zooming right along at 18 and nine.
2: Yeah. Well, and they're another uh, team where again, like the Pelicans, if they're in first, or second place for the next six weeks, he's probably going to get more support because a guy like, you know, Devin Booker will probably not get votes next time. If the Suns are sitting around 500, some of these other guys will start to fall off as the year goes on. There, As you'd expect, the list gets shorter because people sort of firm things up early on there. So things are a lot more wide open.
0: This is, yeah, this is the first guy, uh, like, I, I think it would take something outrageous for Zion to get in there. Uh, and indeed, you know, how I feel uh, this is the first guy I think we've got who I think actually, you know, can win it um, at sixth right now. Uh, okay, let's get into the nitty gritty top five it's time to knock that new business idea out of the park with shopify the all-in-one commerce platform to start run and grow your business forget the off-season work shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere whether you're selling warm-ups or wall hangers it's time to start selling with shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide with shopify you'll customize your online store to your brand discover new customers, and build the relationships that create those diehard fans. Shopify fields all the sales channels to grow winning business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is on your team every step of the way it's how every minute new sellers around the world score their first sale with shopify and you can too shopify is the secret to becoming a business champion by making it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere taking the guesswork out of selling when you're ready to take your winning idea to the world team up with shopify the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe try out shopify for free today and start selling anywhere sign up today claim based on total games carried on sports networks sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package
2: all right five players got a first place vote each of the top five guys um first first up from that list in fifth place one first place vote was on 62 ballots the two-time reigning mvp nicole Jokic.
1: And look, it's not fair, but Jokic is going to have to have the best season of his career to really have a chance.
2: Yeah, this is the because, same thing as Durant and in different in different form. The, well, the reason part is this- because
1: the three straight MVPs is, is you know, I, I believe Larry Bird. Is uh the last? Is he the only or or, or just the he's, last? He is
2: both. I, I don't remember if he's the only guy, but this is Jokic winning twice in a row. There's been nine instances of a player winning both two MVPs in a row. Some guys have done it twice, like LeBron, since Larry Bird won three in a row. None of them mm. have won a third MVP trophy in a row. Yeah, so, and call
1: that voter fatigue or just people uncomfortable putting a guy in that historical category who hasn't been to the finals, whatever it is, Jokic is just going to have to, and he, he is having an incredible season. I think the nuggets probably have to be a one seed with him putting up the best numbers of his career for him to really well, he's
0: putting to. up great numbers, but the numbers are comparable to the last two years. Right. So which <laughs> yeah. were MVP. Well, listen, I mean, if he, if he winds
2: up with a triple double, I'd uh, are, are, uh, esteemed producer Jackson says Larry Bird, will and Bill Russell are the only ones to do it three times. There you go. Um, if you if you put him up against um these other guys, to me, if he finishes the year averaging a triple double, and Denver ends up with the one seed in the West, I think there's a slim path for him to maybe win a third one, depending on what else happens with the field. But again, like you said, McMahon, the the history tells you things are going to have to dramatically break in it in one direction for him to have a realistic shot as good as he's been awesome.
0: Part of the reason that he, his uh, resume was aided the last couple of years was because of the injuries that the Nuggets had and the Nuggets players. I mean, uh, Porter juniors out at the moment or he has been, I don't know if he played last night I missed that. No. Um, Yeah. He's not back yet. Which by the way, on Wednesday now,
2: Jamal's been Jamal's been up and down, you know,
0: on Wednesday night, uh, the Nuggets scored 98 points in the paint. 40, I think that's 49 baskets in the paint.
1: (laughs) That's a lot of bad. Jokic is Uh, shooting 63% from the floor this year.
0: Less oh, shots
1: last year, but he's also averaging a career high nine assists. I mean, he, he's
2: Ag- an, against. The, I mean, he's on the verge of a triple double every game as a center. I mean, it's it's bonkers what he's doing.
0: At, against it was against the Wizards. Now I went to the Wolves Clippers game, which was one of the ugliest games I've seen in years. The Wolves scored eighty points in that game. Mm. The Nuggets scored ninety eight points in the paint, <laughs> <laughs> okay. which I think. Um, some folks here at ESPN were telling us it's the, it's the most points on record. Um, They didn't always keep points in the paint. So I can't speak to what happened um, with George Mikan. Um, Okay. uh, So Jokic is fifth on 62 ballots. Who is fourth?
2: Uh, And and just as a reminder, when we talk about the the way things could shift over the year, last year, Jokic in the first ball was fourth and he was on 73 ballots and ended up winning. So um the, the things do shift over time. So, fourth place, six first place votes, 58 total ballots. Warriors guard, Stephen Curry.
0: Wow. Okay. This is an interesting one. So, are you going to tell me I mean, we have an injury here which we don't know the results of at this moment. Right. Uh Bontemps, I want to are you willing to say what you told me when you gave me these results?
2: a little while yeah, ago
0: I, well let's get let's get to the end
2: let's get to the end and talk about that when we have no to i want to talk about it re- i want to talk about it right now well because i i don't think it i it's, don't think it's, it's the it, hoop
1: it, collective with brian windhorse yeah says, it, about, i know but it doesn't
2: it. if we do that now we're going to spoil the rest of it so let's just wait just talk I think about, about it. it we're we're gonna we're the way we're doing this we're going to spoil the rest of it we'll get back to it shortly
0: i think all right okay
2: i well, just say five your in,
1: orders in, wendy
0: and well, that happens all the time in this fourth is the worst place since
1: he called you jackass.
0: <laughs> in it's not the worst. In fourth place with 50 ba- 58 ballots. Um for a team that is is as of this moment they are there're under 500. 500 there are, right? They're they're yeah. 14, 14 and,
1: 15 and 15 after last night's loss in Indy when he got
0: hurt. As we talk about upwardly mobile um this screams upwardly mobile to me because he's not on ballots and you would normally now speaking as the votes were cast, not where we are right now, uncertain about his injury. Normally you would say, geez, because you just said that Jokic jump went from fourth to first last year. Right. Valuable backstory.
2: Yeah. What I, what I can say, what I can say uh, without giving away the rest of it, I think is because of the way the poll shook out and the fact that Curry was only on 58 ballots, despite the ridiculous season he's been having. If the Warriors can get up into the top four or five in the West, I think he, right now is the guy I would pick to win the award if they can get to fourth. Assuming because this I, injury is not. Because I think I think, a ton, I think a ton of people are going to have him shoot way up their ballot and maybe to the top of it if they improve in the standings. Like that was the only, like a lot of people said either when they texted me their votes, either Curry would jump up or Curry would be on my ballot, but the mm-hmm. team isn't good enough and like that they, there's there's enough flexibility in the way the vote shook out that i i think he's got again Let we have to we have to say this with the caveat that we don't know what's going on with the shoulder thing if he's out for two months or something that's a different story right. but assuming well, he's assuming it's a short-term I, deal i think I'm he's in got that boat. a huge upward mobility
0: yeah. i'm in Me that too. boat. i didn't have curry on my ballot and the reason think was think i was
2: fifth on mine
0: as i was trying to figure out how to break the line. I just said, I can't take a team. that's I can't put them on there. Cause they're 500. Obviously if he would, continues to play great and they would improve as a team. I, I just think your um, viewpoint bond temps that Curry was in. And, you know, other than the guy who's going to be in first, but Curry was in sort of an advantageous position, sort of had a track, a pathway to winning this, I think oh, is, is relevant. Program. Like, like one of your big uh, takeaways from this poll if I may speak for you, was that you think that while Curry is not leading, he has uh, great growth opportunities.
2: Yeah, I would say that's one of the yeah, that that's I'd say one of the two main ones. The other one we'll get to in a bit.
1: I actually okay. stand corrected. I did not have Curry on my ballot.
2: Third place. Third place. 10 first place votes on 80 of 100 ballots. Guy in McMahon's uh, fine city of Dallas. Mavs star Luka Doncic
1: and it's the same argument as curry and you know the Mavs were above 500 when these ballots were submitted they're back to 500 now um and really lucas also news. got a little
2: bit more uh, still new kid on the block to him too well in new kid terms on the block people thinking about you know it. the
1: the the numbers just the pure counting numbers are are more impressive um
2: and also i think golden state has been more disappointing from like with the general perception of things whereas dallas yeah. Losing Jalen Brunson, right? Everybody sort of expected Dallas to take a step back. The Mavs being a little over 500 isn't as well, they're, shocking they're, of a thing as the Warriors being 2 and 13 on the road or whatever they're. Yeah, they're
1: sitting now. at 500 now. Today got really bad news. Maxi Cleaver has a torn right hamstring. Treatment options are being considered, including surgery, which would likely be a se- season ending type of situation i mean this is you know max, he's that, not, a that, big, I,
2: max he's not a big name but he is a massively important oh, player for the match. He,
1: he, he's one of their th- best defensive players there's a reason he closes games I, it's going to be tough for them to win without him
2: would you and say he's I their second think, most important player at this point mcmahon
1: uh i'd have to think about that but it
2: but he's at least in the conversation for that a, know,
0: hardaway when hardaway shoots really well that's a yeah, hard always so
2: that well,
1: and and uh, let's be honest that that's we kind of sort of the problem at, with the math. Both right? the math's problem and the reason that a mediocre math team still might have an MVP candidate Luka Doncic is who is their second most important player.
2: Like, right?
1: You know, who knows? Yeah, um, I do think there is a floor of being sixth in the standings, right? We've seen Russ at sixth in the standings. We've seen Jokic at sixth in the standings.
2: Nobody's going to win MVP being in the playing tournament, barring right. something truly I agree. insane happening.
0: Russ had extraordinary narrative on his side. Durant right. walking, mm-hmm.
2: averaging the triple-double. all the yeah. and, and all the clutch performances, as we thought so like, about at the time. Too.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. He did win in sixth. But it's I don't know that's hard one. I mean and, I and honestly Jokic, think
1: Jokic one and six when like the standings were pretty bunched up and six in the West would have been I forgot what in the
0: East
2: that was also the COVID the
0: East. year. That was the first COVID no, year, was right? Last year.
2: Oh, last, last year, year they finished sixth. Yeah, but it was like there was like a two or there was a couple games spread from like second right. to sixth, and yeah. you know, yeah. his numbers were out of control, and they had so all I the get, injuries.
0: Yeah, I guess you're probably right. right. I. Doncic's numbers are bonkers and obviously if you watch the mavericks play for five minutes you see that he you know when you argue about the term valuable he he hits that squarely on the nose yeah. um but again he, he didn't make my ballot you know because i had you know booker and Embiid beat on it and <clears throat> yeah, the suns were better at that time uh right. And one of the reasons I did that was, you know, I was just like, it's it's hard, it's hard for me to see him winning at that, but, um, yeah, torn hamstring is a rare injury, strained that's hamstring, a, that's a, it's a really hamstring. tough one, common yeah. injury, torn hamstring, the other bad. Yeah.
2: Well, and as we move up the as we move up the standings, the other reason that uh Jokic was able to win last year, being a sixth, even though the stamps were a little bit more spread than we thought, it was 48, 48 wins were for the for Denver in sixth. Um Golden State was third with 53. The Suns had 64 wins, and they had Booker and Chris Paul, who kind of split the vote. There wasn't a clear candidate there. The Miami Heat had 53 wins to win the East. There wasn't a clear candidate there. So you, you sort of need a different combination of things. Obviously, we haven't talked about two guys yet. The guy who finished in second with 36 first-place votes was on 93 ballots, is on the second-best team with record in the league so far. Giannis Antetokounmpo, which means since there's only one guy left, I think we can just say him with 47 first place votes on 98 ballots and about 80 points ahead of Giannis. Second closest margin of lead so far in a straw poll is Celtic star Jason Tatum. Who, who
1: are the ballots that didn't have those guys on? What? <laughs> like how? them well, flipped on my I thought. Ball, it was interesting. Still, how could you not it have those the, two guys? This,
2: so I've done 11 of these polls over the past several years. And this was the first time there wasn't a single player who was a unanimous selection. Oftentimes there's two or three, but this year there were none. it was on every so, ballot. You mean by that? Yes. Who was yeah. selected to every single ballot was not the case this year.
0: Well, it's a speak it's, a, it's speaking to the depth of the league. Um, uh, you know, I saw Tatum, I was, I was at the Celtics Laker game the other night where he had 44, the overtime when the Celtics had, um, I talked to him uh, briefly before the game, you know, he had had kind of two off games in a row. They lost to golden state and then they got out by the Clippers the night before it was a sixth game of their road trip. And, um, the first time I'd seen to
2: historically collapse in that Laker game.
0: Yes, it was not, uh, it was, a, it was all in all, it was a good win, but it was not something that, uh, I think the Celtics should be a quote unquote proud of the performance, but, um, he was tremendous in, in being an MVP type player. Um, Wanting the last shot in regulation, um, creating the shot and hitting it—it uh, uh, it wasn't totally ideal the way he went about it, but he made the shot. So, it's the definition of uh, what MVP does. You know, before the game, it was the first time I'd seen him this year. I uh, I complimented him on how well he was playing this year, and he said, "Yeah, but I'm really not happy with these last two games, and I, you know, I really feel like I've got to." Have a good game tonight. I know that that's not great insight, but what I what I do think about Tatum is he wants this award. I th- I f- he wants it. I mean, I'm not saying Giannis doesn't, um, but I I think Tatum is going to be because I think the Celtics their goals are going to be postseason goals. I think the you know they're going to do just fine in the regular season, but I think Tatum is going to hunt this award a little bit, and I think you. I don't think see, there's like, any. I don't think there's any question about that. So, um, uh, factor that in, I, I had Giannis first. Um, the reason I had Giannis first is that number one, Middleton has been out pretty much the whole year. He just came back within the last week. And number two, he is just a shark on defense and they're the number one defense. And th- they're as good as they've been on defense during this run. And it's been awesome. Um, so, but it's very much up in the air for me.
1: Yeah. I, I had Giannis first as well, just because I do feel like if you're factoring in both ends of the floor, he, he is the most dominant player in the NBA, but look, Tatum's a hell of a defender too. Um, I mean, it like, I have no problem with him being a, a top this poll. They've obviously got the best record in the league. And, you know, if, if you want to argue, uh, the defensive thing for Giannis, you can say, yeah, they've got the best defensive. Uh, team in the league right now, and he's the third best defender on the roster. Brooke Lopez is the defensive player of the year, front runner right now. Drew Holiday is, with all due respect to Tatum's teammate, Marcus Smart, the best defensive guard in the league. Yamas is a hell of a defender, but it's not like he's <laughs> he ain't getting stops by himself there.
0: Agreed, but he's really good. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. and yeah, um,
2: that's, that's was, a fair point. I I was surprised Tatum didn't have a bigger lead. Um, when you when you sort of look at all the headwinds that were behind him at this point, right? They've had the best record, they've had a historically great offense. He's gotten a ton of attention as a result of that, right? Um, I would have thought he would have had a bigger lead, which is not to say he's not going to win. Um, but even though he's in first place, I don't think you know. When I said I had two main takeaways, the other one I had was that I. I, his lead at the top is not really um, all that secure to me. Um, I do think, you know, there's no reason to think the Celtics are going to fall off a cliff. They're going to get Robert Williams back. Uh, that should help them. He could play as soon as, um, you know, this is going to come off Friday morning. He could play as soon as Friday night when they play Orlando at home. They come back from the six game road trip. He'll certainly help a ton. But if you'd have told me that Tatum was averaging over 30 a game, the Celtics had the best record in the NBA, and he had a lot of narrative reasons for him to be at the top of the ballot. And he, you know, the only the only gap that's smaller between first, second and any of these I've done was last year when basically Embiid and Jokic were tied in the second mm-hmm. one. Um, I would have been pretty surprised. So I, I know people will see Tatum in first place and think he's the clear runaway leader to win the award. I don't think that's the case at this point. Well, the I'm the he won't is, win it, but I don't think it's as clear cut as it might look.
1: You know, they they're, they're in first place, but they lead the Bucks by a game. Right. And Giannis has is averaging more points, more rebounds, more assists. Uh, I do think he makes more of an impact defensively. Again, not that Tatum doesn't make an impact defensively, but I think Giannis, a, a former defensive player of the year, makes more of an impact. But, you know, I I, I the think it right may now, just
2: come down to which one of those two guys has a better record. Ultimately.
1: Yeah, and then who who of our quote unquote upperly mobile guys can 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 make the strongest case. And you know, we're sitting here right now. The Sixers are fifteen and twelve, uh, six games back. If the if the Sixers, you know, storm their way up to getting that uh you know that that territory of the standings, Joel Embiid, who's right now leading the league in scoring, is certainly going to have a case be made. You know, we talked about Zion, we talked about Moran as far as uh Teams and that are that are leading the West. It will be interesting to see if Denver ends up as the number one seed in the Western Conference, and and right now they're only a game back. And Jokic, I think we can assume if that's the case, Jokic has put absolutely mind-blowing numbers.
0: You, you know. know, actually, Denver grades out in terms of schedule. Mm-hmm. There, they've had a lot of road games, and uh, the Doug Mo standings, uh, which is. Uh, you subtract, uh, you take uh, road wins and subtract home losses and generates a number. The more positive you are, the Celtics are number one in it, um, which they're number one in everything, but uh, Denver's number two, which is, a, it's a good way like, um, you know, until like January, February to get a good idea. Cause there's variance in schedules and you know, who's gone yeah, on the mean, big road trips.
2: Denver's played less home games than any team in the league other than Houston and they're a game out of first in the West. Like if you're at, right, if we're talking something different, we're handicapping who's going to win first in the West. My guess is Denver has the best record in the West <laughs> at the end of the season.
0: Well, right now they, if you you know you did a adjusted schedule, uh, if you adjusted the uh, the standings for the difficulty of the schedule, Denver might be number one. Um, all right, so Bontemps, thank you for doing that. You've got um, you've got well, Tatum just- number one. Yeah, well, just one Hold thing. On. I just want. All right, go ahead. Uh, I do want to talk a little about Steph Curry here uh, and the well, Warriors.
2: I, I only. Th- I wanted. To, I wanted to say one more thing about the poll, real quick, just to give people a quick highlight. So I went and looked. So in the first poll last year, um, at the start of the year, Joel Embiid had one single fifth place vote in the first poll. Luca had four fifth place votes in the first poll. Booker had. 10 votes in the first poll and those guys all finished in the top five in voting and Embiid was not far off winning. So just as a reminder that like, even though if somebody might only have a handful of votes right now, it's a long way between now and the end of the season and things can shift a lot.
0: Okay, we stopped the pod, actually finished the podcast and that will, the rest of the podcast will be lost to history. There was an incredible argument that took place between me, Bontemps and McMahon. Once again, McMahon and Bontemps teamed up on me. And after a long debate, we decided just kidding. Uh, we have a Steph Curry update. He's
1: kidding. It was not a long debate. Wendy got his feelings <laughs> hurt and he's allowed to censor this podcast. That's
0: what right. happened. <laughs> uh, uh, we got a Steph Curry update, decided to come back. So it's a couple hours later. Um, it's now, uh, what day is today? Thursday afternoon. Um, first, though, we wanted to do some trivia. So, Bontemps, you had trivia.
1: It's time for a Hoop Collective Trivia.
2: Got uh, two brief Steph Curry-related questions. Uh, the first is, when he's on the court, offensive rating 118.9 for Golden State. When he is on the bench, offensive rating of 99.9, 9, which is pretty bad these days. Uh, there, It has been several years since a team has finished the season with an under 100 offensive rating for the season. Who was the last team to do that?
0: so the truth is is that we already did this trivia question i was and giving so, you a chance to
2: actually
1: get one right i know <laughs> and so mcmahon
0: has wiped my backside with the trivia including on wipe a, your backside with the trivia <laughs> and uh so i will gladly say that after, although i was pretty close the first time i didn't you, get it exactly right i was pretty close mm-hmm.
1: it's one of the i forgot which one it's one of the process 76 yes
0: 76. i got yeah uh you, you had it another was, guess, it was, but...
2: Uh, it was the final process, Sixers team, the 2015-16 Sixers team. The process. Yeah, I, and, I, related, I over. and in a related trivia question... Ooh, a fresh trivia since, question. Since the merger, what in 76-77, what is the most games a player has missed and won MVP?
0: Uh, I think you mentioned or who was earlier. the player
2: who was the player who missed the most games. I should say instead, you're oh. not going to get the actual and, specific and number And one of games, MVP. Right?
0: You said it was okay. 11, right? 11 games was the most missed.
2: There's one player that's missed more than 11 games in the last more 45 years. Games. And one. Bill MVP. Walton. Bill Walton is the answer. Who is okay, the player who missed good. 11 nice. games? Good. There's one player missed. There's two players who missed more than 10. Bill Walton missed 24 in 78 when this team was 50 and 10. One other player missed 11 and one Nash Nash is not the answer.
1: Wasn't Joker last year. Was it with, with all the COVID stuff?
2: Nope. He missed, he missed uh 10, I believe last year. Mm-hmm. He missed eight actually, not 10. All
1: right, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat a little bit just by looking at a list of MVP winners.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll just say bit. Jordan. Cause
1: <laughs> you a oh. pretty good chance, right?
0: Yeah, I'm just making a, a. I don't. I don't know. Go ahead.
2: I'll give you one more guess, Grant. If you have a quick one,
1: uh, I'm struggling here to get the MVP. All right, well, the answer, <laughs>
2: the answer, the answer to move us along is Allen Iverson, who missed 11 games uh-huh. in 2001 for a team that had the best record in the West. And as I think we're about to get into, I I would say our conversation with Steph earlier. I would say his MVP chances are pretty much cooked, given where Golden State is in the standings and the fact yeah. that he's going to be missing some time here.
1: Well, not just that he's missing time, but where they are in the standings now and where we anticipate they will be once he comes back, although they might not drop many spots because there's not too many to drop. But I think right. when you're talking about games under 500, I think it's going to be extremely unlikely the Warriors finish above 500 at this point.
0: So we still don't really know how long he's going to be out for what it looks like is that he avoided surgery, at least in the initial diagnosis. So that is a a win for the Warriors to be honest with you, because I was worried a little worried about that uh, when I first saw it. Um, So I'm going to just say short-term here. They are two and 13 on the road. They have four games left on this road trip at Philly Right at Philly, at Brooklyn, at New York, and there's one more, and I can't remember. And Toronto, at Toronto.
2: yeah, mm-hmm. at Toronto. How many
0: they win? How many? They're two and thirteen. How many are they winning on this road trip?
2: Without Steph, probably none. I mean, I think if they if they manage to win two, they'd be thrilled.
0: Okay, let's split the difference. Let's say they go one and three on the rest of this road trip. That means they come back at fifteen and eighteen. I mean it's not terrible but it's not good. Well I mean it,
1: and and it, let, let's say Steph misses 3 weeks. Right? I'm I'm looking at the schedule now. That's 10 games. I mean if like optimistically they can win 3 weeks might
0: be optimistic to be honest. I know. With, but okay. I'm, okay. Now I'll
1: I'll I'll say this. In in those 3 weeks there is a Charlotte on the schedule although they they lost at Charlotte this year. There is an Atlanta, which has a long list of its own problems. Detroit is exactly three weeks out.
2: But, man. Uh, well, look, uh, if, if you go a month from now, they'll have played 14 games. Okay, If you go six weeks from now, go to the end of January, they'll have played 20 games. What What's the realistic outcome if he misses 15 to 20 games what the record is? Like five and 15? I mean, I think if they can, if they could go somewhere between eight and 10 wins in that stretch, I think they're thrilled, but we've seen how horrible they've been without him. I think it's realistic. They win four or five games. And if they do that, then you're talking about them being somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, 18 and 30
0: at that point. I think they'll do better than that because I think that they'll focus a little bit more and i also think that jordan Poole. i i we ran the numbers on nba today he's averaging 10 more points a game as a starter as, as a reserve and he's going to get that in, he so there'll be a there'll be a step down i've been calling him the understudy to steph there will be a step down but it's not going to be a catastrophic step well, step listen,
2: down the key the key there though is that when he's starting he's pretty much always playing next to steph it's that's true it's a pretty right. significant it's difference. A good point i agree i I'm trying to you know, pulling up lineups quick to see what their lineups are when Steph's not out there with Poole. And I, I have a suspicion it's going to be pretty ugly.
0: Well, like the, the problem is, is that they're under 500 now and they've, and they've got this brutal road trip. You know, if they come back, you know, 15 and 18, even if they play close to 500 while Steph's gone, they're, it's still not a good position to be in. I mean,
1: and, and they're not going to play close to 500 with Steph out there, 0 3 without him this year and our our folks from stats and info are providing me this number 67 and 133 without him, uh since his rookie year.
0: Oh,
1: I mean, come on, dude. And and that, that was with some dynasty teams in, in the mix. Uh, like yeah. So I, it, let's, and let's say 67, 133. I mean, any
0: road game, I, mean, I don't care if they play the easiest four road games in the league. You can't give them anything on the road right now.
2: No, so. they've lost all sorts of bad teams.
0: I mean, two and thir- I lost mean, all I, sorts I looked, of bad teams. I looked a year ago, they were 25 and four at the 29 game mark. Now they're 14 and 15. And that's kind of like the biggest difference is that there are no, there's no margin for error. I mean, in years past, you lose stuff, even if their record was below 500, you know, I mean, the one year they, they, they tanked that season. Right. So that has, inf- that has inflated, you know, that number. Um, but it's, I don't know, man, I, it's, you know, it, it makes you wonder, like, there's just not a lot of trades out there right now. I I don't know. I, it's, I'm sure they're having a bunch of meetings and they're all on the road and I'm sure they're having a bunch of meetings trying to trying to plot something out here. Um, it's a, It's a tough hand right now, but it is only December and it's not a huge season ending injury and the season is long enough and the West is relatively weak enough. You know, there were years where if you didn't win 52 games, you weren't making the playoffs. That won't be the case this year. Um, So that's their one advantage is that they're not.
2: I mean, that's true, but right now they're in 10th place in the West going into Friday night or Thursday night's action, right? They're half a game ahead of Minnesota and they're two games ahead of the Lakers. Like I certainly was not anticipating them being in a position where they were going to be fighting to get into the play-in. But if they if they do struggle to the way they have without Steph to this point and they do go, let's say he misses 20 games and they go five and 15 or even even misses 15 games and they go, you know, four and 11 or something. I mean, they could be in a position where they're four, five, six games out of the play-in when he comes back. And, like, maybe they can salvage it and get in, but they have not shown to this point in the season they're capable of playing a lot better than 500-ish ball. So if they don't make any real dramatic changes or they don't significantly upgrade their second unit, I think you could look at a scenario where this potentially knocks them out of the playoffs.
0: All right, I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm just going to wait and see. I think Poole will play better. Wiggins will score more. I'm I, I'm not counting them out. I will say this though: if you're a Laker fan, this is really helpful. I I'm going to say I the Lakers. I was I was very dubious about what this team was going to be. My thought on where they can go has increased a little bit because. They are playing better than I thought, and they are defending better than I thought. Uh, you know, they have a very tough rest of this month, but if they beat the Nuggets on Friday, which they maybe they will, maybe they won't, but they're going to be home, they will have gone through a very difficult stretch 4-4. Four and four. If they go through the rest of December at 500, and they've got, a couple, they've got a tough, it's a lot of road games, but they've got a couple of games with Charlotte um, in there, uh, who's now the worst team in the league, apparently. Uh, or at least the worst team in the East, I should say. I think the Lakers have a shot at crawling back towards 500 in the next month. And in the next month, the Warriors are probably not going to be 500. So like, one of the things we're looking at is how the Lakers are going to get up there. We're trying to judge who they could pass. We're wondering whether Utah is going to stay. Well, one of the teams, Minnesota's got passes. plenty of its
1: own problems, which is right oh, above yeah. the Lakers in the standings. Yeah, uh, the I, Mavericks they're... have some problems. Uh, you know, we talked about the impact of Maxi Kleber being out indefinitely uh, for a 500 team that depends heavily on his defense.
0: I mean, how many wins is Maxi Kleber worth in the next two months? Well, probably at least a couple. Yeah, I mean, I don't couple. know. I just
1: know that I just know that they close games with him on the floor because yeah. that's how important he is to their defense.
2: Yeah. I mean, that is uh, and that is the one thing from a Warriors perspective where you can look at it and say the bottom of the West is much, like you said, much softer than in the past. <laughs> so maybe they can stay in contact. But, you know, it. I do think it also from a Laker perspective, you know, if, you, if you're looking for reasons, if you're the Lakers, you're looking for reasons to try to make moves to get better. This is one thing that is probably going to give them a push. I don't know if it's a prudent one, but it's it's one thing that could give them more of a push to. Try to be more competitive this year too.
1: Uh, do 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 you make aggressive moves to solidify your status as a play-in team? Listen,
2: awesome. I didn't I didn't say it's what I would do, but if if they do if they are sitting in ninth or tenth place and they're five they end up five games up on eleventh, I I think it's more likely that they do something. And if they're five games out in eleventh, instead, you know, like mm. I I do think it at least could potentially swing it that way. Mm. If you're a team that's trying to find a reason to do something in the first place,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm hearkening back to Rudy Tomjanovich. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Um,
1: you say never underestimate the heart of a bubble champion.
0: (laughs) I'm talking about the warriors. Uh, I, I I understand the doom and gloom, (laughs) but I'm, I'm going to stay back from the edge.
2: Uh, they they, they still have a lot going for them. The West is wide open and, like we talked about earlier, even if it does knock Steph out of the MVP race, if they do make upgrades of their second unit, I do think there's no reason to look at the West and think that this team can't be a championship caliber team if he's healthy the rest of the way. And they even get even if they are in the play-in. Like if they improve that second unit, their starting lineup. I was looking at it before; they're still like plus twenty-four per hundred possessions. Yeah. yeah, plus twenty-three per hundred possessions with their starting five. Like they they've proven over the course of the season that they're. Top end is really good, so that's still it, the
1: best five man lineup with a, I forget the exact minimum uh minutes requirement there, but that's the best like decent usage starting lineup in the NBA still and, and they're a game under five hundred
2: yeah, it's the second most used lineup in the league. they play they're plus twenty three like they they have the ability to compete at the highest level, but they're gonna they have to try to make moves to improve that second unit and again. This goes back to McMahon's point earlier. If you're already hesitant about giving up on some of these young players, most notably James Wiseman, whose values is at his nadir, are you mm-hmm. going to do that when you're twelve games under five hundred at the trade deadline? Like nadir, you know.
1: I, t- I was just thinking, like, boy, Bontemps really threw out a vocab word. What was that like on the word recently or something? That is a five letter one, I right? Just,
2: I just like to, to improve your vocabulary. Whenever I get the chance, buddy, it's what
0: Whenever I'm here I improve
1: for. your vocabulary. There, it's usually with four letter <laughs> words, not five.
0: <laughs> that is certainly hey, he true. Knew, <laughs> he knew Nadir was a five letter word. That's he good. did. That's right. Yeah,
2: We're, we're making progress. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you. Listen to the collective podcast. Hopefully uh, Steph is back sooner rather than later. Kind of a bummer. Informate uh, news today. Uh, thank you, McMahon. Thank you. Bontemps, for the Bontemps poll. Thank you to Jackson and Bruce, our producers. We'll be talking to everybody next week. The
1: Bontemp straw poll BS. Adios, amigos.
0: (laughs) That wasn't part of the sign-off.